Amen. Good morning, friends. A happy New Year to you. I hope everyone is doing well. Um, it's, it's great to be back here with you as we begin a New Year ministry year at WPC. And um, on this side of Epiphany, we also are beginning a new series. Um, the theme of Epiphany that, that Miss Joanne led for us so well last week is all about the light of God coming into the world in Christ and how we can take that light and shine it shine it for the world to see. So each week we'll be talking about a different light that we can shine, that a light that God brought into the world with Christ, but that we as followers of Christ can take that light and shine it ourselves for the world to see so that more people might know God's love, that God loves them as children of God. Today we begin this series on Baptism of the Lord Sunday. Um, and the thing that we learn and that we're reminded of every time there's a baptism, whether it's ours or someone else's or that we get to witness or whether we're just simply remembering our own baptism as we will today, no matter what, every time there's baptism involved, we're reminded of one thing, that we belong to God and to each other. That's the light we can shine. I invite you to listen now with open hearts and minds as we encounter God's word together from the third chapter of Matthew's gospel, beginning with the 13th verse. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him by saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And the voice from heaven said, This is my Son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be the great Christian writer C.S. Lewis once said that friendship is born at the moment when one person says to another, What? You too? I thought I was the only one. No matter where we find ourselves in school or work or in our communities, we are always trying desperately to figure out where we belong. Try to figure out who are our people. We're connectional beings, and so we try to find ways to connect to one another. We try to form tribes and gather and band together. We see this in many positive um, examples. Of course, we're all here today as the church, and this is certainly one example of us finding one another and saying, what, you too? I thought I was the only one. We see this in community groups, clubs, interest groups, and so on. So there's certainly positive ways that we do this as people, but it's not all positive either. This can take negative turns as well, as interest groups can sometimes become exclusionary, wherein one way or belief or worldview is prioritized over another. And in turn, folks are left out, meant to not feel as if they belong. 
And research has been showing for some time now that this urge to find our tribe, who are, who are our people, is so deep and so vivid and so urgent within us that communities in our nation are becoming increasingly homogenous. Where people of the same ideology and socioeconomic level tend to flock together in particular neighborhoods and, and communities. But what we see at the core of us, for better or for worse, is this urgent, innate feeling, rather need, to belong. At our core, we all want to fit in and feel as if we are part of something. That we don't just exist on our own, that we're not an island, that we belong. Thankfully, friends, that is what today is all about. In our lesson this morning, when we remember and hear the story again of Jesus' baptism, this is a story about belonging. John the Baptist is out preaching in the wilderness, and he attracts this motley crew of folks to hear him preach and in turn to be baptized. We didn't hear the whole story, and in the four Gospels vary slightly on, on sharing how this happens, but we hear in turn or in some, we hear about this group of tax collectors, sinners, and even some of the so-called holy elite of the time gathering in the wilderness to hear John preach and to be baptized. And why are they gathering? They all want, nay, they need this sense, this feeling as if they belong. And so Jesus comes along and interrupts this motley crew, this this odd assembly of John out in the wilderness wearing his, his uh, odd clothing and eating bugs of locusts and whatnot, and Jesus asks him to be baptized. Perhaps even Jesus in this very human moment, perhaps Jesus too feels a sense that he needs to belong. John's reluctant at this, but he does so anyways. And as Jesus is baptized, we hear about the heavens opening, the spirit descending, and the booming voice goes, this is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. My son. Did you hear that in the voice from above? My son. Those are words of belonging. In his baptism, we learn who Jesus is, that he belongs to God as God's own son. This really, at least to me, is why we celebrate Baptism of the Lord Sunday. Because we remember that God, that Jesus is God's son, that Jesus is claimed as God's beloved in these waters. And in turn, when we remember our own baptism, we remember that we too belong to God, that we too are beloved children of God. In our baptisms, really in essence, we learn who we are and we learn that we belong. This is why we baptize babies in our tradition, because this is our way of welcoming people into the church at whatever age they come to the church. This is our way of saying, you are a child of God, you are beloved, and you belong. We have the joy of celebrating in sense, both sacraments today, because later we'll celebrate communion. In baptism, we rem we're reminded that we belong to God, but 
I'd like to think when we gather at this table, we remember that we not only belong to God, but we belong to one another, too. Because we never gather at this table by ourselves. It's never just us and Jesus. We always gather at this table together. There are no private communion uh, ceremonies in our tradition. We always do this in common. We do this together. And it's our way of remembering that we belong not just to God, we're not just God's children, but that we belong together. We belong to one another as God's children. We are all brothers and sisters together in Christ. So friends, that's the first thing I really want us to, to get down clear. In baptism, we remember that we belong. We belong to God as beloved children of God, but we also belong to one another as beloved brothers and sisters, as siblings in Christ. But if you noticed in our text, when Jesus is baptized, God's booming voice doesn't just identify him as God's son. It's not just this, this claiming of, this is my son, period. There's more to it. First, we hear that God is well-pleased with this son. In baptism, we don't just hear that we belong, just as Jesus didn't just hear that he belongs, but that God delights in us as well. God is well-pleased with us. Or to put it another way, that God beholds us. We are beheld by God and delighted by God in the sacrament. As Presbyterians, what we believe is through baptism, we put on the garment of Christ. It's kind of a fancy churchy way of, of saying that basically when God sees us, God sees Christ. God sees God's own beloved son. So in baptism, we're not, just, we, we're not just reminded that we belong, but we're also reminded that we are beheld by God. The final one, and you're going to get that I'm on a little alliteration kick today. So we don't just, we're not just reminded that we belong. We're not just reminded that we are beheld, but we're also reminded that we are, can you guess from our text, beloved. Belong, beheld, beloved. These are the very words God says, this is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Through these waters, friends, we're reminded that God loves us just as we are, that God calls us God's own child, that we are beheld as a beautiful, unique, and wonderful creation of God, and that we are called beloved. I was reminded this week of a story uh, told by Jesuit priest Gregory Boyle. This is a story from his mentor named Bill Kane. A while back, Bill took a temporary break from ministry in order to care from, for his father who was dying of cancer. The awful disease had taken away most of his faculties, and so Bill had to do most basic things for him. I know many of you have, have had to do this, this sort of care for parents and loved ones. Bill noted, though, in this caring for his father, that they had this evening ritual. As his father was trying to go to bed, he would, Bill would read him a few pages of a novel to help him fall asleep. Exhausted from the day, Bill would recall how after a few pages, his father would just keep staring at him and smiling. 
He had pleaded for his father again and again to go to sleep, and reluctantly his father would close his eyes. But every time after this, after just a moment, his father would open his eyes and smile again at his son. This is their nightly evening ritual. After his death, a couple years later, Bill thought back to this evening ritual and how at its heart, for Bill, it was a story simply of a father who could not keep his eyes off his son and smile. Boyle wonders how much more this is so with the way that God looks at each of us as God's own beloved children. And it recalls a quote from the priest Anthony DeMello who said, Behold the one who is beholding you and smiling. Friends, in baptism, we're reminded that we belong to God and to each other. We're reminded that God beholds each of us with delight, and finally, that God calls us beloved children, that God loves just each of us just the way we are, just as God created us. This light of belonging shines upon us every time we remember our baptism, as we'll do together in a moment. In turn, we are called to shine this light of belonging out to the world. We're called to shine God's light of belonging out into a world that constantly excludes, rejects, and discriminates on so many levels. In a world which constantly tries to divide us, baptism calls us to a different way. Baptism calls us to tell our neighbors that they belong. In a time when we are constantly distracted by our screens, and I know I'm, I'm guilty of this right now, in a time when we're constantly distracted by our screens and so many other things, baptism beckons us to stop, to pause, and to behold one another as siblings in Christ. And finally, in a culture which seems to fuel hatred and apathy, baptism allows us to see one another and call each other beloved. As Anthony DeMello told us, Behold the one who is beholding you and smiling. Friends, no matter what happens to you along life's journey, no matter how many ups and downs you face, never forget, never forget that through these waters, you belong. You belong to God. Never forget that through these waters that you not just belong, but that God beholds you and calls you beloved. Never forget this, friends. And God, through these waters, in baptism, we belong, we are beheld, and we are beloved. Amen.